We're so glad that you've joined us today on the Relevant Church Podcast. There's so much God wants to do in and through you as you listen to this message. If you want to learn more about Relevant Church, visit us online at thisisrelevant.cc. See, how many of you have made New Year's resolutions? How many of you have already gotten thrown off your game? I mean, who's still crushing it? Maybe some of you guys just said, forget it. I've been there. I've tried that. Uh, New Year's resolutions don't work for me. Wouldn't life be so much easier if you could just make goals and actually stick to them? Like no roadblocks, no hurdles, no detours. Here's the reality. Everyone has or will have detours in life. That's what this series is about. It's about navigating the detours that keep us from the destination our life is purpose for. For some, it's living out your purpose. And for some of us, it's about accomplishing the goal that we have set for ourselves. Now, we have some seasoned people who are part of our faith community at Relevant. uh, And talks of purpose and destiny or even goals can begin to fall on deaf ears. Or you'll just tune me out. Uh, There might be a sentiment uh, amongst you that uh, these concepts only fit those in their 30s or 20s or the young. But I want to remind you, Abraham was promised a child at the age of 75. Moses was 80 when God called him to deliver the children of Israel from Egyptian slavery. No matter what age, God still wants to use you. Your purpose is determined and ordained by God. And, if, and it's up to you if you will lean in or reject God's calling over your life. Let me tell you what, purpose is not limited to age. It's timeless. However, even with a God called out purpose, God breathes out purpose in your life. Detours can still derail you. There's a famous story or familiar story in the Bible, especially if you grew up around church circles about a guy named Samson. Samson was what was called a judge in his time. This judge wasn't like the judges today who sit in air-conditioned courtrooms and make determinations on the matter to do with law. This judge was not only the protector of God's law, but he was also a military leader with a purpose to lead and protect God's nation. But Samson was a regular guy much like you and I, riddled with flaws, much like all of us. He broke God's commandments consistently. He had anger issues. He liked to sleep around. He was a regular guy. God knew this would be his story even before he was born. Yet God called Samson to an incredible purpose. God called Samson to serve as God's caretaker of his beloved nation. He also gave him unparalleled strength so that he could serve as God's enforcer against God's enemies. When we begin to read the narrative of his life, we find it in Judges chapter 1. We find a familiar statement in this book. It says this in Judges chapter 13. It says, again, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord handed them over to the Philistines who oppressed them for 40 years. 
God's people totally disregarded his laws and broke the rules he had given them for their own protection. They end up falling under God's judgment and end up in suffering and the people cry out to God. God raises up a judge or a leader to deliver deliver them out of the self-imposed pain. It was a familiar story. And how many of us have felt that in our lives? Go ahead and put it in the chats. We know the right decisions to make. We know God has a clear purpose and a path for our success. Our parents, our mentors, our leaders around us have reiterated and encouraged us and given us advice. Yet, we still jump into a relationship we know is not God's ideal for our lives. We jump into a business deal where our gut tells us no, but because it really, it's not well thought of yet, thought out yet, but we do it anyway. We make decisions we know that are out of line with God's will, then everything around us falls apart. We find ourselves in a cave of our own carving. We cry out for help. And God shows up with resources, with a new relationship, with new opportunities. Then rinse and repeat, the cycle repeats itself. This story about Israel is our story. And God always comes through. He's always saving, always delivering. And maybe you've never experienced God's miraculous deliverance in your life. You could be in a dark situation right now in your life. 2023 may have started off rough or maybe you're experiencing the lasting effects of 2022 or years before. I dare you right now, cry out to God. One of my mentors says, cry out before you bleed out. Why? Because God is good. God is forgiving. God is loving and he wants to show you that he can rescue you no matter your situation. Just like he rescued the Israelites time and time again. We continue reading in verse two. It says this in those days, a man named Manoah from the tribe of Dan lived in the town of Zorah. His wife was unable to become pregnant and they had no children. The angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah's wife and said, even though you have been unable to have children, you will soon become pregnant and give birth to a son. See, this narrative about Samson's life continues. Oh, we know his dad's name but not his mom. All we know is that she is barren, meaning she cannot have children and she's never had children. She's also nameless, yet she's carrying a child who'd be remembered forever. See, we can write an entire message just on that fact. See, you don't have to be known to birth a purpose of great significance. I know we're in the age where to be known is to be valued. Everyone wants the hottest social media accounts. Everybody wants to be an influencer. Everyone wants to be celebrated for their accomplishments. But can I challenge you with this fact? No one has to know your name for you to produce something of significance. Listen, this is the first takeaway you can take from this message. You don't have to be known to create something of value. We don't know her name, but she's carrying a miracle in her stomach. It goes on in verse four through five. It says, so be careful. You must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink, nor eat any forbidden food. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and his hair must never be cut for he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. He will begin to rescue 
Israel from the Philistines. The angel had some strict requirements for Samson's mother and for himself. He tells her to be careful. That's really important. I want you to catch this. When God reveals his purpose in your life, it comes with a caution to be careful. There's another story in the Bible half a century after the time of Samson where King David, the reigning king of Israel, tasked his son with an incredible opportunity to build an architectural marvel, one that would cause any other building in their time to pale in comparison. It had marble columns and gold walls. It was absolutely incredible. What does King David tell his son? Be careful. Because when there's a goal and a task and a purpose ahead of you, detours are sure to come. So you've got to be careful. The angel gives her the same following requirements. Be careful. Don't drink wine or strong drink. Because some of us would have been like, well, guess I'll go for the bourbon. He said, don't eat anything unclean. Follow a strict diet. Then don't ever cut his hair. What he was telling her was her son would be a Nazarite. Now, a Nazarite, a Nazarite was, an, it was not an ethnicity. It was a lifestyle choice. And a man and a woman could choose to be a Nazarite for a certain period of time to devote themselves to God. It's like what we'll be doing over the next 21 days. As a church, we're setting these next three weeks to make a vow to, uh, to God by saying, I'm committing my life and my days to you in a special way over the next 21 days. In fact, you should join us. I want to invite you to join us. We'd love to invite you to pray and fast with us for the next 21 days as we commit our year to God. We believe and have proven that when we put God first in our year, at the beginning of the year, he will lead and guide us to our best year each year. That's what a Nazarite vow was. It was a time to devote yourself to God. And number six, it breaks down these Nazarite commitments. You are not to drink anything that came from the grapevine or drink any alcohol. You couldn't cut your hair or shave. You couldn't get near to anything dead. Even if it was one of your family members who died, you couldn't even go to their funeral. Aren't you glad our 21 days of fasting and prayer are not that strict? But here's the thing. Samson wasn't making this vow himself. This was not just for a time period. This was supposed to be his way of life completely and totally. The last thing this angel, this messenger from God says to her is he will begin to save Israel, God's nation from the hand of the Philistines. His destiny was set. His purpose was sure. He was the next judge. This insignificant lady will remain nameless, was about to be the mother of the next leader of the nation. Verse 24 tells us this. And the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the young man grew and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to stir in him. See, Samson's path was clear. He knew where he was going. God had spoke over his life and God has spoken over your life. The same way God had a purpose for Samson, God has a purpose for you too. See, Pastor Lewis last week talked about how we can become so preoccupied with wanting more and striving after potential, that the, the potential that's inside of us that we forget to be content with life. But let me tell you something. There's a difference between contentment and complacency. 
See, contentment is a result of being clear on your purpose. No matter what detours come, you can still stay focused on the goal or the purpose ahead. Complacency, on the other hand, is a result of giving up on your dream because of hardships or laziness or just being unclear about your purpose. And everyone has a purpose. If you're unsure what your purpose is, you can start with what God's ultimate goal over your life is. It's in Romans 8, verse 28 through 29. It says this, and we know that God causes everything to work together for good for those who love God and are called according to what? His purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son. See, the first and foremost purpose in your life is to look and be like Jesus. Does your life reflect Jesus's life? Do you love like Jesus? Do you pray like Jesus? Do you honor God like Jesus? Our first and foremost purpose is to look and be like Jesus because then and only then can we live a life of purpose on purpose. See, at Relevant Leadership College, the Bible college we founded here at Relevant Church, that's our motto, life on purpose. We're all on a journey to take on the image of Jesus and live out the purposes God has destined for us. In fact, Ephesians 2.10 says this, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. See, God has designed all of us uniquely to fulfill his purpose for our lives and pursue the new possibilities for our lives. My question to you today is this, in 2023 or in the years ahead, where are you going? If you don't know where you're going, you'll never get there. See, God has not called you to exist, but he's called you to live. Contentment does not mean complacency. So where are you going? What journey are you on? Some of you have been detoured by disappointment. So you've given up on dreaming. Some of you are chasing every opportunity and every new idea and every shiny object and every platform that you've been detoured by distraction and you don't even know where you're going anymore. Let me tell you, roadblocks and detours are inevitable in the journey to your purpose, but they can't keep you from your destination. But you have to know where you're going. See, Jesus, Jesus had a mother with no children at the time. An angel visited her too and told her too that she would be, uh, that she would have a son. He would not just save a nation, but he'd be the savior of the world. He wouldn't be a judge like Samson. He would be the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. An insignificant woman carrying the most significant child ever born. Jesus had a purpose and a destiny. And as Jesus grew, he knew where he was going. No matter what roadblocks and what detours came his way, he reached his destination. That destination was a cross on a hill. There he was crucified for your forgiveness, for my forgiveness, for the forgiveness of our sins and the birthing of our purpose. Today, I want to invite you into your purpose. 
Accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Begin the journey to fulfill the incredible purpose God has called you to fulfill. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for sending us Jesus. Thank you for Jesus dying on the cross for us. Thank you for forgiving our sins because of Jesus. Today, we repent for getting distracted. We repent for getting thrown off by these detours. God, we want to be perfectly aligned in your will. And today, we're coming back to you. We're saying, God, take control of 2023. Lead us, guide us so that we can fulfill your purpose and become like Jesus. Have the image of Jesus lived out in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, if you're in the area, I want to invite you to join us in person. We meet at 2809 South 11th Street, 1.5 miles from the Indiana border in Niles, Michigan. We'd love to meet you. In fact, our team would love to celebrate you. Not only as a guest, but as part of the Relevant family. Hey, listen, if you want to know more about Relevant or uh, stay up to date with teaching and what's happening, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on social media. We've got the prompts online. I can't wait to see you online or in person again soon. Have a great Sunday. Thank you again for joining us on the Relevant Church podcast. If this message has been impactful to you, let us know by sending an email to hello at thisisrelevant.cc. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by investing at giving.thisisrelevant.cc. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more messages like this one.